Hey everyone, this is Sam Culpepper bringing you the Culpepper Chronicles, where myself and special guests hope to bring you, the listener, more information in regards to self-sufficiency, fieldcraft, survival, marksmanship, gear, and theory with the aids of not only personal experience and opinion, but historical and technical documentation as well. All in the hopes to better prepare you for impending collapse and hard times to come. Now, pull up a seat and let's get down to it. Hey everybody, this is Sam coming to you with uh, another episode of the Culpepper Chronicles. This is probably going to be like, I think I'm going to say episode 40 uh, instead of breaking up into seasons and episodes. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm at like 40 total, which is wild. Um, I just think that's going to be easier going forward. Uh, When I initially set up the Culpepper podcast, I I didn't really expect uh, it to take off quite like it did. So it was like seasons and stuff made sense at the time, but now it's just going to be way too much to keep up with. So yeah, we're at episode 40. Uh, thank you all for joining me on this wild ride. Uh, so before I get into kind of a, sh- a short version of the meat and potatoes of the episode, uh, I wanted to put out there to all those that are listening, and I'll ask you all here first as opposed to like Instagram or something like that. I'm considering uh, setting up a Patreon. Uh, it's something I've kind of kicked around for a while now, uh, and, and some people that I trust have set one up, uh, like, you know, Pine from Longhouse and, uh, Operator, he's had one for a while now, and I've considered setting one up as well. Um, if you feel like the information that I put out here on podcast or on Instagram or on YouTube is worth monetization, uh, in the way that it's something that you would pay for, you know, monthly, um, uh, and I, I wouldn't do like crazy high tiers or anything like that. Um, if it's something you think would be worth it, Go ahead and if you're listening to this, message me on Instagram and and tell me. That way I know, number one, that y'all are listening to the episode. Um, and number two, uh, to get kind of some feedback before I put it out on, uh, on Instagram. I usually do things on the podcast first as it is. Uh, Patreon would just allow me to uh, put everything in one spot. I would have access to pretty much all versions of, of media that I would want to use. So I could do long form articles. I could do uh, smaller, you know, post articles. I could do video uh, pictures, things like that. And uh, it would be a way to keep everything kind of in one spot as well as to uh, gain a little bit monetarily. Um, it's never been about that, but as time goes on, as I, as I test gear, as I try and build things for the homestead and everything else, uh, having a little bit of side income for that would be would be nice to help offset the cost because you know one of the things i do with the gear and everything uh i'm always changing stuff up and people give me crap for it and rightfully so is i'm trying to test things so i can say hey if you're in my position this has or has not worked um and this is why and it, it would help save you in the long run that you know 50 100 200 500 purchase uh off the jump if you can get a pretty decent baseline information of uh, it not working for you. And this would just allow me to help offset that cost uh, and, and just make it a little bit easier. So uh, the the meat and potatoes of the episode is actually in regards to gear. And I don't, it, it, I know it may seem like I'm, I'm gear centric. I'm really not. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty basic when it comes to gear. Like I look at things and look at ways to improve and, and implement certain items. 
uh, to, to meet my needs. But in the end, it's just at its root, the gear is just there to, to function in a way that I needed to, or to be a tool, uh, for a task at hand. So I've never been one of those that it has to be XYZ name brand or nothing else. Uh, I, I've never turned my nose up at surplus gear. I've never turned my nose up at, at lower cost items. Like for instance, like I'm a big fan of actually, I'm actually a really big fan of like proper BDUs. Um, those are like 50 bucks a set. Um, and they're new versus, you know, I've tried not cross. I will say that I've never tried cross. I just can't ever fathom spending the money on them, knowing that I'm going to rip them to shreds in the Ozark jungle. Um, but I have tried like the, uh, the army advanced combat pants that are, are cry ish. They take the cry knee pads and they have some of the features and stuff like that. Like I've tried other things, but like, that's an excellent example of spending less to get the same function that I need out of it. Um, because I'm not worried about like getting the absolute maximum amount of, of return on that, on that item. Everyone and the cry pants are a great example. Um, everyone talks about how, you know, comfortable they are and how well you can move in them and how cool they are and stuff like that. And I think a lot of it also is the appearance of them. Um, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I think they look great. I love the cry field style pants. Uh, I don't like all the, the stretch everywhere that you get in like in the uh, combat pants, but the field pants I really do like. Um, but at the same time, I'm getting just as much wear time out of a pair of like $25 proper BDU bottoms um, that are a little bit more roomy. And for me and my build, that works great. Um, and they just, they hold up. And if something does happen to them, if I blow the crotch out of them and I have to stitch them up five times or I rip a giant, you know, tear in the leg, I'm out 25 bucks versus doing that with like a $150 or $200 pair of pants. So, I mean, if someone wants to just like send me cries, because they they want to make me a believer man hit me up we'll, we'll talk but i'm just not going to drop the, the coin on it um and it's not that i'm not afraid to to, to spend good money where, where money needs spent uh for instance like the jungle rig you know it's not a, it's not a cheap setup and i've had that a couple times over um and you know it was one of those that i you paid for the technology with that um and that is that is an excellent example of paying to get the return versus like spending less so like <clears throat> when when i was big on belt kit and i still enjoy belt kit don't get me wrong um but when i was big on that um and i was kind of one of the first ones really using it and putting information out on it everyone was like well why don't you just like I'll, i'm just gonna do this with a 50 dollar alice rig and i'm gonna build out a 50 dollar alice rig and it's gonna be just as good and I'd be like, man, go for it. If you think you can accomplish the same thing with it, then do that. And without fail, they always hit me back up with like, hey, I tried it. I liked the idea, but the material sucked. Or, you know, it wasn't comfortable. Or insert X, Y, Z reason. And then they would eventually build up something else or move to a jungle rig or something like that. Um, and, and that's one of those times where you simply couldn't accomplish the same goal at the same performance level. Um, with something that wasn't higher end because of the materials and because of the build design and stuff like that. So what spurred this conversation or this topic was actually a very, very brief, like literally like two messages from Ozark Objective uh, off of Instagram. So he uh, he had posted and tagged me in a post um, where he had converted, I'm wanting to say it was a standard 
triple molly uh, mag pouch. It may have actually been a bandolier. I'd have to go back and look at it. Um, but it was a it was a three cell like surplus mag pouch. It probably cost maybe fifteen dollars um, if I had to guess. Like I think I was looking on eBay the other day, and those were like ten to fifteen bucks. I don't know. You can probably get them cheaper. Probably have to pay more. I don't know. Uh, but he converted that to a placard on the front of his chest on the front of his plate carrier, and that's like an ex- that's an excellent example of doing what you need to to make it work like and he probably had 20 bucks in the whole deal to put a set of fast clips on there uh or or molly clips because i don't even think he he fast clipped i think he actually mollied it onto the front of the rig um and then he was done and the exact same thing would have been 35 to 40 dollars if not more to go with some other name brand company that's making basically the same thing where he cut off three snap tabs and put you know a a tactical tailor malice clip on it um and then you know i was like hey you know i told him i was like i I like using surplus stuff just like that and he's like yeah you know i i like using surplus too but at the same time i find myself you know buying dedicated items and stuff like that and spending more and my my kind of rebuttal to that was like i totally get it like there are things and there are times where you have to spend more like you you physically have to to get better performance um, that would be like saying that the, you know, four or $5 Alice pouch works just as good as the blue force gear, you know, GP pouch, whatever it is, whatever it is. Uh, and it's just not, I mean, like you can pretend that it is, but it's really not the, the material's older. It's going to soak up water. It, it's not going to function as well. It's not going to be as big, you know, whatever cons you come up with. But there are times where like, and my, my rebuttal to him was like the surplus canteen pouches. Um, you can get them. I think the last time I bought them, I bought a pair for $12 off eBay. Uh, they were OCP, you know, predates multicam, whatever. They were multicam enough to work. Um, they were OCP. They were Molly. They held a canteen and they had some, uh, the small extra pouches on the outside for water tabs and stuff like that. I got two of those for $12. Uh, conversely, I had bought a Esotech canteen pouch, like way prior to that. I'm wanting to say it was like 45 or 50 bucks, uh, for a multicam canteen pouch that was Molly and did not have any exterior pouches. So that's one of those times where knowing that going forward if I need canteen pouches or if someone says hey you know what's a good canteen pouch I'm probably going to turn them toward a surplus option uh you know if you need a coyote brown or a khaki there's a lot of USMC gear out there that's the same way uh eagle you know there's eagle surplus out there if you can find it without people trying to completely rip you off because it says eagle um those options are out there for usually half the price if not even less than than name brands specifically made by xyz company stuff so the point of this and i I plan on if i do the patreon uh doing like an actual article or or a video comparison type post um of surplus options or not necessarily surplus but lower cost options uh compared to higher end more name brand boutique type stuff that i have uh, and, and kind of comparing those and saying, are you really getting your money's worth out of it? Uh, specifically, some of the things I'm looking at are with optics and lights and lasers and things like that, that I really, I'm, I'm kind of 
trying to appeal to the common man, as it were. Uh, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's what we are. We're all, we, we only have so much money, we only have so much time. Uh, and I'm trying to shorten that curve. And if you can get enough quality uh, and enough performance for half the cost of something else that social media is trying to shove down your throat, uh, and it functions just as good for your needs, then I want you to know about that and at least have that option out there to say, okay, this exists. Do I want to try this? Because I can then put the other half of the money I was going to spend on this to something else. I can, I can now finish my water collection system, or I can now go buy, you know, a dozen chickens and a chicken tractor or whatever it may be. Um, but that's kind of the point of it is, and, and I'm not saying you need to go buy the cheapest thing out there. And I don't want people to put that in my mouth and think that's what I'm saying. Uh, because that's not, I'm not telling you to go out there and disregard things like cry and blue force gear and velocity systems and Shaw and parachuter and spiritus and all that, um, for the sake of things like condor or, you know, whatever Alibaba Chinese based airsoft quality stuff is on Amazon or eBay. Um, you can actually find some pretty decent gems and all that. Um, and if Bear Independent, for whatever reason, listens to this, he's probably losing his absolute mind because I know he loves Condor stuff. Um, but I'm not saying that. I'm not saying go and and be as cheap as possible. I'm saying be as frugal as possible with your money and your time. Uh, just because it's cheap doesn't mean it's good. Just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's good. I have hated extremely high dollar stuff and I have hated extremely low dollar stuff and I have liked both conversely. So, uh, that's kind of the point of the, of the, of the episode. It's a really short one. Um, I'm hoping to, uh, get a little bit more squared away with the podcast and get some more people on soon, um, to talk about things like, uh, Tusk, if I can get some people involved with that, uh, tactical armor sustainment course, uh, with Darcy, as well as some gear people. I'm trying to get some gear makers on to talk, you know, kind of thought process, technologies, uh, as well as some optics creators, if I can get them on as well. Uh, I, I have big plans for the podcast, uh, but the the other side of that is if I can get the Patreon and I can start doing like video podcast episodes or something of that nature, I can then have that exclusively to Patreon members. Uh, same with the YouTube. It'll either be uh, only through the Patreon that you can see it. Uh, I know John Mosby does it that way of Mountain Gorilla Blog. Uh, he posts to YouTube, but the only way you can find or see any of it is through his Patreon. I'd have to figure out how he does that. Uh, or I would have it as early access. So, um, if you are a Patreon member of XYZ tier, you get early access to the video, you know, a week before it hits YouTube or, or whatever. I, I, I really hate that. I don't want to do that. I'd rather it be one of those, like if you're a patron, you get to see it. And if you're not, you don't, um, simply because I feel like that does a disservice to the Patreon members in the end. If it's one of those, like, I can just not be a patron member and, and see it, you know, in a week. Like, am I really gaining anything by being a patron member at that point? Um, but anyways, guys, uh, if you enjoyed this, let me know. I know it was kind of a ramble, um, but hopefully it kind of got some gear spinning on you. Uh, maybe made you understand it. It's okay. You don't have to hide in shame if you've got, you know, uh, an Eagle canteen pouch on your kit and it's not a, uh, Velocity Systems jungle, rig uh canteen pouch like you don't have to do that it's perfectly fine uh anyways guys take it easy uh stay safe god be within your families and please let me know if you do listen to this uh please go on instagram message me uh and let me know that 
you uh, you do or do not think a patron's a good idea. Anyways, guys, take it easy. Stay safe.